up? And we're back for another episode of Melanated Celebrated. This week we have my player partner in the building. Okay, you hear that bass in the background, that baritone. I I think this is the first time I've ever heard player partner. (laughs) I actually say a lot of things like we would rather be seen and not viewed. Correct. She's you dig what I'm saying? That's next level. It's real you feel me? The voice that you're hearing, people, is um, one of my besties yes. as well. <laughs> Lazaro, come on. Hey, shout outs, shout outs. Thanks for having me here. I just want to say that I appreciate you two black women. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Black women do at their best, which is shine like the sun. You better say that shit mm-hmm. like you mean it. Hey, I love black women. It's a lot of people out here got a lot of things to say about black women, but I'm not one of them. Like, Black women are great, bro. And y'all, he's not just saying this because we're recording. He black every day, 365. Unapologetically. Say that. Unapologetically. Let them know. They don't know you yet. When we were out here protesting, (laughs) this is who we were with. Days. I was out there for days. He came and picked us up. (laughs) Days. You know, guys. But, you know, in the background, Kira's here as well, guys. Hey, y'all. You know, so we're bringing Ladera into our world today. My player partner. Uh Uh-huh. So, as we always do, Key, how was your week? What's happening? What's shaking? What ain't? It was a good week. Um, I feel like things have lifted. Recently, I've been talking about, like, there's just been, like, um, something in the universe, right? And energy has been super heavy. 2020 is still the year, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Mm. How about you, Ladera? How was your week? Uh, to my week, my week has been, uh, it's been well, been positive, uplifting. Come on, it's now. been a lot with work, um, but... Always find the silver lining. The stock market is going crazy. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of things going on. Hey, pay attention, like you yourselves and people, to what's going on in the pharmaceutical market in spite of all of this mm-hmm. coronavirus stuff. Because there's a lot of money to be made off of things. You've got to do a little extra reading. You've got to do a little bit of extra diligence. But that's exactly how they get they money. Come on with the jewels. Okay, the gems early on in the episode. So, is that what you've kind of been doing during this entire quarantine and pandemic is just researching a little more, finding different ways to invest your money? And Well, yeah, I've been just kind of paying attention to the market, just looking at the way that the media is portraying what's happening and necessarily in, in converse to what's actually happening. Right, right. Like the media makes you feel like the world is falling down, but Contrarily, the markets are just having like a small hiccup, a small hurdle that we've seen and bypassed several different times. But yet, these are the times when new investors can make money. Correct. Say Sounds a like a good time then. Got to study, study, word. research, and when research. When is getting money not a good time? <laughs> when is getting money not a good time? All, Somebody talk all about episode, it. All episodes, y'all, this is what it's going to be all. Listen, conversation flows. Y'all invited me. We did. On purpose. Welcome. Ashley, how was your week? You know. Yeah. Still being black. Mm. Every day, all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glad to be uh, seen and not viewed. Glad to be seen and not viewed. I am, indeed. Guys, now this uh, episode, since I got, again, my people's here, you might hear the bubbles of the hookah. You may hear the clink clacking of, of the bottles. Mind your business and judge your mama is what I'm saying. Okay? We love y'all, but, <laughs> okay, I deserve it. Uh, so with that being said, we're just going to step right on into a little while our magic. And uh, uh, this week, Kira doesn't have one. That's fine. Because there's a lot of shit going on in the world. But I do. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Come on. Come through Diddy. Okay? okay. Because Diddy, I see you doing things for the people. Diddy say Nick Cannon. Come to Death Row Records. Okay. Okay. He said that. <laughs> Diddy said don't worry about them canceling you, dog. Come okay. on over here to revolt. 
We yeah. all black on. Everybody. And Diddy been in the videos. <laughs> in the okay. background. In the been background. Stepping. It ain't nothing okay. new. It ain't nothing new. Come, come on now. So definitely, come on, Diddy. <laughs> yeah. Support each other, y'all. Like, we need our own network any mm-hmm. goddamn way. BET ain't been black on I don't know how long, so we, the name should be changed. Exactly. Because that's a lie. Right. But shout out to Diddy. Shout out to that. Voila. The Diddy bop of the day goes to Diddy. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Who would have thought Diddy would, you know, be associated now again with Death Row Records? Come on. 100%. But this this time, on a, on a different level, like, I think that that's an amazing thing to see black supporting black. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I love to see it. It makes me happy. Yeah. Because we all we got, guys. We are really all we got, and I think that sometimes we need to see that more. We forget it. A lot of times I feel like, you know, there's always going to be within the culture some black people who just do not agree mm-hmm. or who want to go right. against the grain, even if they agree because they have a different perspective, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, at certain points, we literally have to do what's for the betterment of yeah. the community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you think or what your side is, like, yeah. black dollars, you yeah. make the world go round. I've been buying black. You have. Let me tell you something. <laughs> They've been getting all of my money. Okay, if if we get a grocery store, guys, yeah, Walmart, so Harris, Cedar, who? Okay, because yeah. I've already cut Publix off, and I love their produce, but I ain't gonna be able to do it. Which okay? is true. Like that that what you said takes me back to um, something that a, a Caribbean man said to me in California. He said, "Have you noticed that African Americans are the only culture of people who don't speak their own language? Mm. So even in the event that you even wanted to conspire or plan or." do anything against your oppressors, they literally can understand your language and dialect and know what you're planning. He was like, whereas everybody else could be planning and scheming, you know, right under their noses where the 70% of you are not even going to know what they're talking about. It was a part of the plan. We talk about that all the time. When the next day, cut their tongues out. When the people hear, they know. Okay? And that's where we are with it. This fixing sheets you got. Don't mind me in the background making racket. As my grandmama would say things, making a little racket. Well, all right, guys. Well, we gave you a little magic. We'll be back for a little bit of a bitch what because, ooh, some of you niggas. Hey, guys. It's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there, but if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth, and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. All right. And just like that, we back. Like we never left and things. So it's like time. Back like cook crack. Come on. Well, you know, I ain't never been around it. Well, but I'm just saying it technically. You. Well, well, first of all, let me clear I know this up since we on the air now. <laughs> I never cook crack. <laughs> Participated in crack, but nor have I. I just know some people who know some people. That's all I'm saying. Okay, we know what it smells like. That's all we know. Them ain't greens you cook it up. And that can go right into bitch wig. The wrist kind of moves differently when you're doing that there, but that's neither here nor there, guys. Sorry, again, guys, all episode. But it's time for bitch what? 
my favorite of the week. But I'm gonna, you know, let Kara go first because you know I talk. You know, Ashley get a little bit irritated. I just, it's always, you know, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so my bitch, what for this week goes to? Um, they arrested Tamika Mowry and some other ladies and people too. But I don't really watch like Love and Hip Hop and stuff, so I'm not gonna really name them. And just for like myself and the people maybe listening, give me who Tamika Mowry is because when I hear Mowry, I'm thinking Tia and Tamara. Right, mom. I definitely did to appreciate that. Okay, first cool. of all, arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. Shout out to that. That'll work first. All right, arrest those cops. Um, Tamika Mowry is an activist. Um, she's been going super hard uh, for black people in the community, George Floyd, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, um, and sister has the, the voice and the spirit of... You know, Angela Davis. Yo, so if you heard Black people. Parade by Beyonce? Nah, I'm not. You know, me and Beyonce, you know, love and hate. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> My favorite, what's your favorite Beyonce song? Oh, no, first, right we're not going to do this right now, but first of all, don't disrespect Beyonce. I didn't disrespect Beyonce. I'm just saying. But we're part of, of the Beehive. Whole Love is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Whole Love, which is my favorite Beyonce song. <laughs> She well in, in Beyonce's song Black Parade, she said, I need a, I need another march, let me call Tamika. Ooh. Come on. Oh, I didn't even catch so that. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's talking about. What ver- what what line is that? Uh I wanna say it's like the second verse. Say it again so she can What line is that? I don't know what line I need is a march. Maybe I'm not doing all I'm gonna call Tamika. I need another march, let me call Tamika. See what I'm saying? Not getting formation. All right. Look at you. We're We're here now. (laughs) We are here now. I'm sorry. Go ahead, though. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Instead of Tamika. So, they went to protest yesterday. Um, Where is this at and located? (laughs) Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, And they arrest 100 people who are out there protesting for the cops to be arrested. Including YB and Corday. You know him. I fuck with Corday, though. Because he's leading a movement for the young people. The youngins. Okay. They got him. (laughs) They they definitely got him. So that's my bitch what? Because you're arresting everybody except the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Pretty pretty much. And it's been like, you know, 140 days or whatever. You're coming up with every single excuse. And I mean, pretty much you've seen what black people did for George Floyd and we sick of it. Imagine if you don't arrest those cops. Oh, no, get ready. Not, not even right. imagine. I appreciate your bitch work. Because Thank you. I think that's a little, a portion, a small portion of how all African Americans feel right now. Like, I think that we forget that our frustration mounts. Mm-hmm. I think that somebody said this to me, and excuse me for the folks who aren't adults, but like frustration, frustration and disgruntledness is like being horny. It ain't going to go nowhere until you take care of it. And well, black that's people, a word. And black Makes people sense. got a whole lot of frustration. Collectively, and it ain't went nowhere. Yeah, until you take care of it, it's gonna yep. bubble to the top, guys. Okay, and it's you know it's gonna it's gonna pop off one way or another. And it's here now. Either you gonna do with it you or, or without you, or you gonna do it or <laughs> I'm gonna do it, one way or the other one. With or without you, that's a fact. Well, interesting enough, my bitch, what is it's kind of related to your people, then yeah, no you know. Ish. It actually would be the district attorney <laughs> for Kentucky who's pussy putting around as the old folks say. With actually, you know, arresting the cops that killed Breonna Taylor, you know, he got out here having nice uh, engagement parties and things to, nice to his lovely Caucasian fiance, and that that's beautiful. Love love what you love, but I would like for you to go to fucking work. Yeah, I would like for you to put whatever paperwork needs to be together. Yeah, to arrest the motherfuckers who killed him. That's that's what I would love to see. Yeah. Would make me happy instead of putting out this little bull crap ass. 
iOS release that you damn near did on, on Instagram. I didn't see it. So, I mean, it's just super weird, again, that you're doing everything. But, to, but, but even in his little release, he's like, oh, we want to make sure that we're doing the proper investigations. We're even working along with the FBI. And, Sir, I don't care about none of that. Okay. Where, is the, where are the arrest warrants? Because the, the, the four niggas who shot up the club in Greenville... We don't got one of them four. Right. So they got pop smokes murders. All four, all and, five of them. And I was really surprised to see that happen. Not to segue or take away from no, you. No, well, you go but, for it. But I like you can really find who you looking for. Five random people that killed a random person. Like a random we, that we don't have any evidence. Exactly. of. Exactly. Now the thing about this, like they're celebrities to us because we made them celebrities. Like we made every celebrity that's out there. Right? Yeah. But. In the number, in the numerology of people that are on this planet, you are a random person. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Them five people that killed that man, wherever he was when he got killed, could have been anywhere on this globe. Mm-hmm. And you found him. You narrowed it down. You found. Fidel, what was your boy's name that they that they extradited and hung him? Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You found his ass in a hole. Right. right. We found Osama bin Laden. But you okay. can't find. And we know who they are. You know what I'm saying? But you can't find who killed Tupac and B. Make it make sense to me, guys. At all, but. Yeah, and still, like you said, like which also goes back to what Key was saying is like, how many people have been arrested at these protests because you wouldn't arrest four or five people? Mm-hmm. That's how we asked for just four. You're doing everything except what we're asked, like painting these murals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm no mathematician, but a uh, hundred over the fold. That don't sound like what I asked for. I do want to say, I these murals on the ground do not do anything but the one in Charlotte, North Carolina is lit. on okay. Trade Street between Come 3rd on. and 4th Street is the one. It's lit. It's the, lit. Art, the art that came from that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoy street art, but I know that art ain't gonna change nothing, but it's something it beautiful ain't. to see in the ugly time. That it part. definitely is. So that part. It's, I like that both of those went together because we're sick and tired of it. Like again, black people collectively across the globe are literally like enough is enough. Which I think segues me into my own personal bitch what. Well, let okay. me we'll talk to the people now, then. I didn't even have a bitch what until I figured <laughs> out that we was doing bitch what. But, but there it but is. But guess bitch what. What? <laughs> <Right>? so, <laughs> so, I think mine is, is really, you know, uh, current events with Nick Cannon losing his 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 uh, his job there with Viacom, CBS, and, and mm-hmm. MTV wilding out and things of that nature. I think that in a time where we are going so hard against systematic racism mm-hmm. and and suppression of, you know, like the oppressed people mm-hmm. for someone to have his freedom of speech on his own platform that was separate from right, what you right. were doing, which was separate. You know right. what I mean? Um, in, in, for him to lose his job and in, in not to make it all about it, but to just flip it. But when he made the statements that, that Caucasians were animalistic and that they were savages, but Yet and still, African Americans and Africans in, in in themselves are displayed as savages mm-hmm. and and things of this nature. Like even when you see Africans on TV, they don't show you the developed parts of Africa. Right. They show you the starving, impoverished parts, the parts where they they may still be living in a hut. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? That's their depiction of Africa and African Americans. But yet he can't say it on his own. And you know, but shout out to Diddy. You know, coming through because. <laughs> Wildin' Out was the only thing that kept That's all that was on MTV. That's what are talking it. about? Who the fuck watching, like, what was that shit? Uh, TRM Daily. Like, what is that? Like, watching that <laughs> shit? <laughs> I mean, what is that? What is that shit? But that's, I mean, that's very true. Like, you know. They dropped the ball on them. They definitely dropped the ball on them. Now, who's gonna watch a little show? Okay. 
They definitely. I suggest uh, now as woke as Ti likes to be, I suggest you find you another network for friends and family hustle. Yeah, bruh. Right. I ain't saying who watching or not, but I suggest you find you a new home. If you you can't you can't pick and choose how black you gonna be. But that speaks to the idea of African Americans as a whole waking up to their power and their influence. Mm-hmm. Um, that just speaks to like a whole awakening as as a whole. And I think one of the things that's going on right now is like it's a great awakening as far as understanding and like like ownership and accountability mm-hmm. of certain mm-hmm. things. But the problem is I feel like we are that's so like directed towards external sources. But see us, there's other things that we should be awakening to to too. Like why is it that this particular group of people is so in fear of us? Right. Why is it that this group of people wants to suppress us so much mm-hmm. or if oppress there's no us truth so much? To it. If exactly. there's no truth. If there's no truth to it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, like if like why are you worried about keeping the giant sleep if it's not a giant? And I feel like because Come they, on, Bishop. What Nick said Here was the truth. Here we go. <laughs> what Nick said was the truth. But what and Nick said was what Farrakhan said. All the time. But what he said was what Farrakhan said, which I'm not saying I'd agree or disagree, but I'm just saying for the record, he, he said ain't that, the first black, person that, said that black people were the true children yeah. of Israel. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, speaking of current events, Deshaun Jackson for the, the for the Philadelphia Eagles just got in trouble for quoting what Hitler read, or, or Hitler said. And really? If you give me a second, I'll pull it up. He put a, if this is the true Hitler quote, Hitler basically said that, that there's been a conspiracy between the Jews and the Americans to make sure that basically African Americans never know that mm-hmm. they are the true children of Israel. Yeah. And it would it would shock and destroy the American people to figure out that they have been lynching mm. and mistreating the actual children of Israel. Right. Yeah, I find that right. Me. I mean it's very true and that's why I say what Nick said is the truth and, and maybe it's in within the woke community, but that's not something that it wasn't our first time hearing that stuff, right? And if you look from, you know, uh the West Africa, those are the same Africans and we're the same Africans then that were also brought over here. There was history prior to slavery. You know what I'm saying? And so there is a great awakening happening right now in consciousness and awareness, um, and knowledge and just different things. So you know, I, I applaud Nick for actually being a celebrity because Nick is one of the goats, right? I didn't even hear about that story about... Um, yeah, so Deshaun, and, and, and everything that you're saying is like 100% great. Like like what Nick was saying was just an echoing of his opinion right. and the opinion of others who have done some sort of research. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's founded in opinion, right. some sort of research. It may be slightly or 30 or 40% influenced by... In opinion, but yet there is some. It's not uneducated, right? It's not uneducated. He didn't just make it up yesterday. It's like you know what? I think I'm gonna let them know. This is how I feel. Like, and just to give context, we do live in an age where we have phones, and I pulled up the quote that Deshaun Jackson just got in trouble for. All right, let us know. It says, "This is what Deshaun Jackson is quoting from Hitler." I'm not saying that Ladero is saying that. This is a quote. It says, "We gotta let him know." Unfortunately. The white because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel. To keep America secret, the Jews may blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world dominance won't work because the Negroes will know who they are. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating against the children of Israel. Our president loved to quote Hitler all the time. So what's the difference now? What's the difference? And then that also goes back to something we were saying. We feel like social media, or I feel like social media has done a thing between Africans or black people globally. 
to where even if <laughs> even if we were, you know, confusing <laughs> so sorry. It's a little for me up. But uh, <laughs> but you know, in, in decades and generations prior to there's certain knowledge we didn't know. There's certain knowledge, you know, black people across the globe. Social media collectively has brought us together and we're awake men. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we know who we are. Not to segue or hijack. What would you say is your favorite single thing in this awakening of information or acknowledgement that you feel like has been your favorite thing to to hear or to to, to, to learn? And that goes for both of y'all. It's a lot. I think so. Kind of like, honestly, it's not like a one thing, but it literally it's just like to watch this shit like unfold. To like to mm. see it like over the map. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're awake, you're awake. And I hate to say woke because that was just over, yeah. overly used. But it's just like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Like you can literally see people like, oh shit. Yeah. It's right. like, like waking up and stretching. Like I did not even know yeah, yeah. that this it's was like, what pe- we was going through. Like I love that aspect of it. True. Yeah, People are leaving the matrix right now. And I think you can use awakening. It's, it's, it's completely different than saying somebody's woke. It literally is an awakening happening yeah. right now. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's, and you can see it. You can feel it. Everything. I think that before mm-hmm. to use the term, and I know this is to get real literal, the term to be woke meant it was something that maybe you did. Right. Like but, yeah. you were conscious. You but knew, in like, awakening is yeah. something that yeah. is forced by and the circumstances. And it's a beautiful thing to see. But this is forced by the circumstances. Yeah. This is not just you chose to be woke. Like this brought this to your attention. Yeah. This brought this to where you were. Brought it to your doorstep. Mm-hmm. FedEx, UPS. Yeah. It's got your fucking name. And it's like crazy. my printer that just got delivered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, and guys. it's crazy that these things are, are taking a place during the pandemic because I feel like a lot of people have also been doing like, you know, shadow work and mm-hmm. being at an age to where mm-hmm. you really realize the things that happened to you that have led you to this moment. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it is literally an awakening of consciousness, of spirituality, of so many different things. Right. And we know. I mean, whether or not it's the summertime and the sun making our melanin active activate, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's for Nick to say it, I can appreciate it because he told the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's I, like not only is the pandemic, you know, horrible for what it is and, and for the lives that it's taken, but it's horrible <laughs> for America because it's letting black people be able to sit at home and really figure out what the hell's been going on. But I think that even to that, to segue like to what I think has been my favorite thing about this whole process is, is it's not just black people. Right. It's mm-hmm. the entire country. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you are not preoccupied with work or going to buy a new beamer or going to the beach or to the lake. Where you going? You where you going? Where you you going? ain't got nothing but to sit back <laughs> and look at what's happening in front of you. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing particularly about all of this that has been enjoyable is awakening to the systematic racism of the education system. Mm-hmm. The right. fact that they really tapped your ass when you was young. Yes. Yeah. The fact that civil rights photos are in color and in every textbooks you got, Martin Luther King is black and white. And why do you do that? To vintage or age anything. You want to make us feel like this shit is some dystopian yes. time frame where shit don't... No, bro. Your grandfather was yep. racist. Yep. And you look at these lynching photos and these photos of... African Americans being strung up in a in a horrific, horrendous type of way, but then you look at the white faces smiling. And right? I mean happy. As I mean cool. happy. And right? I don't think that all white people today are racist. But Absolutely what I'm not. speaking about right. is the culture at the time, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing that Nick Cannon kind of hit on. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that somebody thought to say because we all know life, and I think that life and the Bible are two things that if you don't, if you pass through them too fast, 
you won't get the appreciation from them. Mm. Right? Like, when you look at a photo of all these people around at a lynching, somebody had to say, just like they do today, hey, y'all, come here, look real quick, let's take wow. a picture. Yeah. Say cheese. Who gathered everybody up? Thank right? you. you know? who, who corralled the people and said, focus here and smile? Yeah. Who said, this is a moment we should document forever? Right. Because when do you take a picture and you only want it for a minute? Not never. Every photo you see of a lynching was meant to be documented forever. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you're right about that when they put it in black and white instead of color. So again, what Nick said, we know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so many other people, especially different ethnicities that are like, you know, oh, that was racist and bigoted of him. And it's like, no, y'all really need to look at what it is that that white people have done. This is their culture. This is what it is that they do. That's a fact, man. Yeah. We can go on, guys. We, we can. We Sorry can. for the tangent, And we typically do. We probably will offline. Uh, but uh, we'll be back with some pour me up, and you'll probably will hear the libations being poured. But that's... It's for the ancestors. That's, that's our business. And that's like I said earlier, judge your mama. Okay? Relaxation. You know what Hennessy sounds like. All it's right. Good. Come on, little yak. Come on now, guys. We'll, we'll be back, though. We'll cover right back. kids to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Come on now. Warm you up. <laughs> Y'all heard that sound? Y'all know what it is. It's time for Pour Me Up. Oh, yes. So this week, you know why we're here. Entanglements. All right. The action or effect of entangling or being entangled. My God. Or complicated uh, relationship or situation. So. Was that you know, last definition? You know, like Snow has a song called Situationship. I love Snow. I want to take a solid three seconds for the snow appreciation. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought that woman was black. Yeah. yeah. Sweden. Of... Yes. I mean, she gives you Sade. Sade. My middle name. Macy Gray. Sultry. Mm. Little Amy Winehouse mixing she... that yes. piece yes. With, the, with the fact that she's not afraid to do it acoustically. Little mm-hmm. twang. But one thing about Snow is all her songs are perfectly timed. That's for the music lovers out there. If you don't know anything about that, you feel it whether you know it. They time. They just she's, perfectly. She's like perfection. Mm-hmm. White chocolate. You know, so a, com- <laughs> a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Well, before we get the situation, let's do a little clink clink of the glass. We have a guest in the building. Portia, next time, sis, we'll have you be in the building for us to get a clink clink. Portia was our first guest. Oh, I've You've been drinking a lot there, sis. But that's your business. But that's my business. Because you grown. brown, though. Making it that chick that you're talking about that's your business, yeah. Tam- yeah, I love her. I, I look because oh, you know, I'm trying this vegan thing for like what month, too. You've been doing good at that. I love her so much, man. I just want to talk. She to just, her. I just want to hug her. She's our auntie. I feel like I'm gonna get whatever happiness is on her. I need that on me. Yeah, I just feel like I just really want to come to her with my worst shit. Like, you know, I really don't feel like I'm worth it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then she's gonna say something, she'll be like, you know what, she's gonna lift you up. I am, though, she's gonna lift you up, but you're worth it. You know what I'm saying? You want a sandwich? Hello there. That's your business. Hell yeah, that's my business. Hello there. (laughs) All right, y'all. So, y'all heard the definition of entanglement. (laughs) Because y'all know why we're here. We've all talked about it all week on social media. That's all we've seen. That's all we've seen. Now, we're not going to talk about Jada and Will specifically to dig into their business. Because if you see my posts on Facebook, that ain't my tax bracket. I can't discuss the people's problems because I'm I'm not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That ain't, I don't have millionaire problems. I have more of a thousand now. 
hundred that depending on how my spending been. But know? I will quote another millionaire who spoke on that. What they said though. One of my particular favorites is that we need that real love. Come on now. Okay. That Jada in that will love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder what he gonna say now though. You you know what I think Cole is this is a sidebar guys from the topic. I think Cole's a little bit right now, you know, you know what? Some of you niggas just get on my nerves and I'm gonna say what I wanna say and I didn't ask y'all to approve yeah. my thoughts. They've been coming after Cole. You but I think Cole they, they definitely been coming after Cole, but I think Cole is in a position that we all are in. Yeah. Where Everybody's gotta figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think Cole is in a position that we all are in from from a my state of what something appeared to be. Right. Which appearances are not always what the things actually are. <laughs> J.D. and Will. Exactly. If you're older than 25, mm-hmm. you know, experience that appearances are not always what they seem to be. And Have I you that. sitting around confused like, nigga, I thought y'all really be doing this. But with that being said, guys, so we're just going to get into a little conversation, a little chitty chat about relationships what they be like, what they not like. And some of the things that really, you know, that we seen that as it stuck out to the red table talk. Not necessarily their business. Right. Um, but just some things that stood out to them. like Because you know, it was more of a red table chat. For one, a chat. Okay. 12 minutes. I did not appreciate the 12 minutes. As opposed minutes. to 40. Okay. As opposed, as opposed to, 40. to 40. I think that whenever, whenever, just from a, you know, just from the eyes of Lord Tony Stark, like I, I literally, I saw that number of 12, 13 minutes, if you round it up, in comparison to all the other table talks mm-hmm. they had. They gave you what you wanted. It, it, well, to well me, not what you, they gave you what they wanted. They gave you what they prepared. Right. What they prepared. True. Because it took them a while. Honestly, I could have been good with a good live. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Zoom call. Or something, but uh, it took a us about an email, my nigga. Like, why is this a conference call? An iOS press an release. Just put it on your Instagram. I like. I just really, I really feel like they prepared what they needed to based off of these circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they were bullet points. They're like, okay, so what are the important oh, bullet absolutely. points? Let's answer those. Get the fuck off this camera. But I, but I also think that those bullet points were predicated based off of the ideas that we have established. Again, mm-hmm. I said earlier mm-hmm. in the earlier segment, no one is a celebrity without our influence. Right. Now, look at what our influence has done. Jada Pinkett Smith it has a a like a therapy show with no fucking therapy license. Correct. Very true. Right? Very true. It, all because Just she like did. some of y'all out here selling things that you ain't got no business selling. But mm-hmm. carry on some though. Some of y'all doing hair and y'all ain't got no fucking license. Some of y'all offering certain services that you're not qualified and ain't took a certification, ain't read a book but carry on, bro. Have you washed you fucking was comb since the last time you ran it through somebody's hair? Or the bonnet. Have you ever stretched before you wanted to be offering yoga, but carry on exactly. somebody else? Because awesome. <laughs> I got But time. what I'm saying is, you know, you have a show, you have a situation that's become polarized or sensationalized because you can talk slow. Yeah. You talk about tough topics. You tap the table a couple of times. Yeah. But realistically, I'd like to see Will and Jada speaking to Dr. Phil. Mm. Because fucking Dr. Phil has mm-hmm. a degree. Well, they have had their therapy. Granted, they weren't talking to their therapist, but, but they their therapist has their therapy. it on. There. Correct. But they didn't show us the healing. But again. They gave us an explanation. But again, it, it, it kind of gets to why is that our business? Why is it? Granted, yes, we make them celebrities and, you know, certain information was disclosed. But at the end of the day, them two grown people. 
And them grown folks going to do what grown people wants to do, mm. which but, is their business. But the only thing about those two grown people doing what they want to do, which I will say this very clearly, everyone on this planet has the right to do whatever the fuck it is that they want to do. However, when you have a platform that is as large as their platform, mm-hmm. when you get on that platform and say, hey, we are the Smiths and this is what we do, mm-hmm. you give details that glorify the yeah. growth, but not the hurt from the process, you almost sign people up to endorse what the fuck it is that you do behind Yeah, to doors. a degree, but we all have a choice to make. We all pull what we pull from the conversation and you know, and we lead from there. I what I'll a question that I'll ask is and we kinda talked about it even before we started recording, like for y'all as individuals, like what did you kind of see or maybe feel like, okay, what's something that you feel like individualizes your relationship like how you want to mold your relationships or what are important to you in your relationships that's a good question Hmm. i think that's something that a lot of people should figure out before they even actually engage in a relationship there's a word because you you're so we live in an age in the social media age where you want what you see you want what is what is shown in front of you like as glorified or greater sensationalized but I feel like, what is it that works for you? Right. Like what works for you intrinsically as a person? And are you in a space to where you can really have a relationship? Mm. Because I feel like a lot of us, self-included, I'll speak for myself, therapy has been a beautiful thing for me. Your mom is a therapist. Shout out. Shout out to Bridget. Bridget. Okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? So I feel like until... I love you, mama. Shout out to Bridget. I see you, girl. Uh, I do feel like until you really like... There were things that, like, early on before therapy, I said, oh, I want this in a relationship. I want communication, and I want to I want to have create different memories and experiences. But it's like, girl, do you do that with yourself? And I think that you speak so, so truly to that because everybody knows what they want. I saw a tweet the other day that said everybody wants unconditional love but a bag full of conditions. Come on. And the thing about it is it's like you have conditions pre- like disposed or pre-built in right. for yourself. Like, hey, I'm going to be a little bit like this. Hey, I'm going to act right. an ass every now and right. again. Or every now and again, I'm going to act like a thought or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. You got those pre-existing excuses built for yourself, but you have none for anybody else. Facts. Like, in the right. crazy, like that's not the way love or relationships really work. Really work. And with Will and Jada, like, they show us we have great communication, mm-hmm. but they're not showing us everything else. So as it pertains to how much they've really gotten to know each other, how much they're really, really willing to compromise for their family. You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't shown us everything. Yeah. I think one of the things from seeing the table talk uh, a couple of times that really kind of stood out to me was that I just did not really feel a lot of accountability Mm -hmm. from Jada. I think she tiptoed a lot around the topic. Mm -hmm. She tiptoed around a lot and used a lot of enticing and tantalizing words to just speak things that could be said blatantly like entanglement and of course we know the internet has went crazy with the term entanglement I've enjoyed it I would like for them to be done in a couple days wrap it up like but yet if we break it or if we substitute the term entanglement for affair yeah Let's take that. Let's take the seriousness of that conversation, right? And the ramifications of that, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, I got into an affair with August." Yeah. Not right. an entanglement. entanglement. Right. Yeah. So you can make a funny beat and a bunch of memes off entanglement, 
I saw one that said T.I. probably mad that she used it. <laughs> that, thing was, that thing hit me while I was tickled. But when you take it to the seriousness and the severity of what that causes in the African-American community towards relationships, we already mm-hmm. don't have a bunch of examples. I'll go ahead and say Barack and Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I'll wait on you to get name me five other strong ones. You know, I, I feel like a little bit off of what you said, though, um, when it comes to how Jada did handle the situation, it kind of minimized all of his feelings for it. Mm. You know, like, he obviously has said he gave his life. You know, he, he can die knowing mm-hmm. um, that, you know, he gave his love, and she minimized that. So, you know, I, granted, I we see things in different perspectives through our filters, right? Yeah. But obviously, he's telling us. Like, but then, too, it's kind of like... Just like people say all the time when you're in a relationship, it's not my job to make you happy. True. Is it her job? And again, this is devil's advocate, guys. Don't get in my business because y'all try it. Is it Jada's job to make him feel or to say something to make him feel better about that conver- in the conversation? Was that her responsibility? Well, is, that, is that to Will? To make Will feel no, better? No, to August. Was, was she right. supposed? Is she responsible for... But I don't think that she's responsible for anything like that. But to piggyback, like to answer your question and piggyback off what Key said, is like she minimized her involvement. That I will in agree the level. with. And now the she thing did. that what, what I think that it, it just to speak to like a, a lot of the, 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 the ladies, the women that are, that are listening, like it's the same thing as when a dude like show you everything that you was looking for yeah. and then give you none of what he was telling you he was going to give you. Right. Like, That's and I'm not, true. and I'm not saying I know that about Jada in August, but what I'm saying is to mint, like the way that that dude play you, like, I don't know why you acting like we really together. Yeah. Maybe because you've been hitting this box for six months. I've been cooking you meals and I can't do it. <laughs> like all that shit. Like, <laughs> like that type shit. Maybe that's why I feel like that. But like, like she acting like, oh, I don't know why he got there and felt like he could die and say he really loved somebody. And like, and what Will and Jada really did was they got there. They tapped the table a couple of times with their fingers. They articulated very well. And I think that that speaks to a lot about the African-American community when you don't have the example to yeah. show you the whole picture. Yeah. When you don't have the whole picture of what a holistic, healthy, positive relationship looks like mm-hmm. exampled in front of you, you have to go and reach for a celebrity. Well, you can never examine the life of a celebrity. But what about your aunts, your, your, your uncles, right. your sister, your brother, your mom, your but if dad? But if that's not the representation... Then, like you just now said, it leads you there, which I think is important for. I think me and Pierre have said multiple times on on the podcast that representation is very important. Like even if you don't have it in your immediate family, if there if there's a a teacher or if there's your best friend's mom or them who happen to be married for ever however many years and they and they are, and they're willing to be transparent, I think it's it's equally our responsibility to try to find those types of influences. It's mm-hmm. just like saying, oh, well, I got daddy issues and then leaving it at that. No, you got to work through your daddy issues because you can't blame all of your um, your weak spots on the fact that you had a problem with your father. Facts. facts. That's, very, that's very true. That's almost like when you see like Christians and they're like, yo, there are no Christian friends at my school. Yeah. Well, none of your friends know you're a Christian, so you don't know that none of your friends are right. Christian. So right. then, like, maybe if you told them, then maybe you figure out that some of the people, some of your peers, are you know agree with some of the same things you do. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's kind of what August did, though. He told Jada, 
that he was damaged two years ago, four years ago, whenever this happened. Um, they did a red table talk, I think about two years ago or last year sometime. And Jada uh, told the story about how they met. During that time, she said they were at a show and um, August came to her and said he needed some help in his life. Um, he was struggling. And at that time, she also felt like uh, she also found out he was abusing uh, perps. So, you know, it's like at the same time when you hear look back at that and hear those stories, it's like, what, did Jada manipulate him? You know, um, in a way, when it comes to maybe even black men in a community and, and people overlooking like things that happen to yeah. them and minimizing that, did Jada manipulate him? I think that that speaks to something that I Hold think... Hold on, let's try to stay off of Jada and Will specifically. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put that comment back in <laughs> No, because I because don't want it to be about Jada well, and Will. Well, okay, this is not about Jada and Will, but I'm going to get this off, off real quick. I, I think that speaking off of what she was saying, why is it that no one wants to call Jada a predator? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if this was a man doing this to a broken woman, right? just off of those details We'd alone, be all over he's it. a predator. This dude is abusing mm-hmm. perks. You are... 15 years his senior, you know exactly what it does to a man when you drop a little bit of that sugar off on him, mm-hmm. and then you proceed to drop sugar off on a broken man as an established woman. Right. But then, too, you got to kind of look at how, how the black community looks at mental health. Like, do we, do, we really, do we really take that seriously mm-hmm. enough to even recognize that mm-hmm. that could be a problem Especially with that whole situation? Man. I'm saying, because even in 2020, I go to therapy. I talk openly about therapy. Absolutely. There are still people who I know who, close to their quote, will be like, you, what you going to therapy for? What's wrong with you? Like, we have to change the narrative around mental health in order for that to even be a widespread issue for everyone in, in the black community. Because if we can't take mental health seriously, that's not going to be something that's readily identi- that we can readily identify. Oh, well, that could be a problem if we that's don't true. even take mental that's health true. seriously. It right? would never be a symmetrical conversation until we're able to everybody to see topics separate from their own particular opinion. Mm-hmm. Because however you feel about Jada or Will or whatever, whatever, it has to be separate than how you feel about mental health. Which, cap, uh, I can't even say that. Classic example <laughs> is Kanye West. Yeah. Right. Everybody yeah. knows Kanye West has been diagnosed with bipolarism, right? Mm-hmm. But then you expect him to act like a normal person. Like you, like Key, Ash, you got some bras that you messed with back in the day that run their mouth too much. And what did you do? You stopped talking to them. You adjusted <laughs> the way that you approach them Very because true. of what you know about them, mm-hmm. right? You adjusted the way you judge them because of what you expect from them, mm-hmm. right? However, we know Kanye's bipolar, but we expect him to act like like normal very true and this it, it, it is i think that's a very big part of it and but what he told jada was again you know i need some help um so we also see him now at this point saying that was the love of my life so was he manipulated at first you know you know when i first looked at this situation i was like it's so funny because black men can't take they can't take it when they do the, do it to us you know what i'm saying but was he manipulated or was he wrong for entering a marriage? Or was he seduced? But we got to get off the Jada and Will. We don't know these people. Okay, that's a very good topic though. Because I think the idea of was he seduced, when when one person knows what the fuck they're doing, there's some seduction going on. Right. Now, 
However, I think it bodes well to the idea of the topic in the African-American community that relationships are not seen holistically for the long-term years mm. of the developmental years. The years between 7 and 17, mm -hmm. did you see an intact relationship? Did you see a positive relationship sustained throughout those 10 years? When you were learning, hey, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a male or I'm this factor in a relationship. This factor in a relationship does this to the contrafactor. Mm -hmm. Did you do those things? Were you able to, to be able to create a mindset that is healthy around those things? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to do like a lot of us have done and settle for petals off of the flower? Right. Like, right. oh, well, he pays my bills. And that satisfies the security part about it. Mediocre. But he, yeah, exactly. But he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't mm -hmm. honor me. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't value me. He doesn't chase me. He just does this function. See, when you have a characteristic without the whole thing, it's a function. And then too, like if again, like if you haven't done the work on yourself, you're gonna easily fall into a situation to where you feel like you have to accept the little amount because you're afraid to ask for what you want and what you deserve. Oh, well, he might leave. Like you really got to be in a place to where you're really aware of yourself and like, you know, I deserve. And if you can't give what I deserve, then it's cool. It's not a beef. Ain't nobody mad. You could just go on about your business. But that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother podcast about the state of, of like, like people in today's mm -hmm. age, especially when I say like women, because you will ask a woman why she did certain certain things or why you was doing this or why was you doing this when you didn't feel comfortable doing it or this yeah. and the third. It's because they'll say, hey, other chicks is out here doing it or other right. ladies are doing it. It's like, yo, you got to keep it's, up with It's that little cliche, what you won't do, girl, another woman exactly. will. It's, it's that. And it's also based off what you said of what you've seen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, it, some people will speak up. Because of what you've seen. So it's not that, oh, uh, you know, off of what you said, Ash, like, I don't want to really say this or whatever. Like, nah, you got to say it. Because you've seen the example that this isn't right. And right. this is what I want. And this is what I need. And like, I know that's what I need. And then, too, even, even if you think about, like, the black community when it goes, well, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. When you have that mindset, you're less likely to share what your relationship really, truly looks like. If you can't even get outside of really working on issues within your family. So, I mean, it's it's rooted very, very deep. Mm, very deep. But the deep, well, a part of like what you were saying is like, yes, it is rooted deep. But the whole what's happening in this house stays in this house due to systematic racism. Where they're right. taking people, taking African-American children out of the home at an alarming rate just for anything. Mm -hmm. Anything, any speculation of anything. Right, I mean, that piece of it, yes, but I'm just saying, but there are things that even don't include that mm -hmm. aspect of it. Mm -hmm. It's just literally, not, well, well, you know, we're just going to fix it right here. Right. But then you get out into, go to a family function, or you just get out into the world in general, and then there are certain behaviors that are happening. Not everybody side-eyeing your child because, well, what's going on there? And now, now, now you have a bad parenting issue. When If we could just... Focus on the issue and understand that sometimes we need more than just the, the, the mom and the daddy to fix these problems. Which is very true. Which they, which reminds me of like since in my years of being older, since I've turned thirty, like I've as a male, I've tried to put myself in a perspective as best as I possibly can, which I feel like is impossible right. to that of a woman. And growing up in that aspect where every part of you is you know, it's sexualized or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody's praying on it. It's that and the third. And it takes me back to a story that I heard of someone when they were growing up is that they were in an African-American household and they were told like, hey, 
when you get out the shower, you go hurry up and put some clothes on because you don't want such and such to, you don't you don't want such and such to happen or yeah. this happen. And the thing about that is, look at what you predicated at a young age. Mm, right. Is that, look, man, like people in this in family might be preying on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like look, but then couple it with what you said is what happens in this house stays in this house. Right. Very true, and that's why you know we all know this, right? right. And so it's showing you that the mental health in the black community, whether or not it's you know August or the family, because even if you've seen that good marriage, right, these other things are still happening. Like, why is it that the mental health is so bad in the black community? Right. Like, why is it such a taboo? We've always just had to deal. Right. Well, I think that the mental health is bad in the black community because as the black community, you have been shushed to the side. Yeah. You have been pushed to the wayside like, hey, bro, like, whatever, bro. Whatever you're dealing with is not really real. It's not a focal point. It's right. not something I'm focused on. I'm, it ain't that deep. You got to worry deep, about living. This, that, and the third. And so when you see that model to you as a culture, you model that to your people. Right. Because that's the cycle that you know. That's the cycle that you see. That's the cycle that you're aware of. Hey, you know, it's not that deep. Keep it in the house. You'll deal with it. You just don't understand it because you're young. Yeah. You don't get the whole thing. This, that, and the third. And then next thing you know, you're 25, 27 years mm-hmm. old. You realize you got mm-hmm. molested. Mm-hmm. And then, too, like, yeah. um, one of the podcasts I listened to, um, they, one of the, 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 the girl on the show, she wants to do, like, a book club. And she told the, the listeners what book to get. So I bought the book. So the book is called The Spirit of Intimacy, Ancient African Teachings in the Way of Relationships. Mm. And in this book, the lady um, is basically speaking on the tribe that she's from in Africa, but she now lives in America. And she's just touching on how involved the tribe is in your marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like even, even outside of your marriages as like your upbringing, they literally can call anybody in that tribe mom. Mm-hmm. because they know that that tribe is going to be responsible for the upbringing of that child. Like, you know, they it's, it's not uncommon. I have to look back and let you know what tribe it is, but it wasn't uncommon for kids to go to another person's home and be there for two, three weeks, and the parent would not be concerned because they understand that this tribe is taking care of my kid. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if, if people, and we talked about it on the last episode, that if we could really like learn our culture and learn where we come from, I think if we could implement that to today, I think it would, one, bring a, a couple with, with therapy. I want to think <laughs> it could bring a lot of healing, sure. and it would bring a lot of awareness to the black community because... Not only is it just, you know, you holding yourself accountable, which we all know is a difficult thing to do sometimes, but you now have the the foundation of a whole community holding you accountable. And it's very hard to get away from the people closest to you who are looking at you. And I think that one of the things about what you just said, just for me as a person intrinsically, like it lights my fire because it speaks to the, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Absolutely. And the thing about that is that goes proof to show, like to me, in my personal opinion, that like, these things came from African descent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Bible came from African descent. I saw a sign that said, like, there was no white people in the Bible. You can take all the time you need with that. But anyways, like... <laughs> Let that bless you. <laughs> Let that bless you today, okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that part is just like, it takes a village, a full village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Because everybody needs to be accountable. Mm-hmm. The child needs to be accountable to every yep. elder 
who is instructing and imparting to them. And every elder needs to be accountable to the other elder about what you are. And then even with like their marriages, like they would, you know, granted I get the whole married people maybe shouldn't consult your single friends. That makes sense to me. But they were like in the book they're talking about, like you would go to elders on certain situations Mm -hmm. and there would be times where like men would go to certain men in their tribes you know, to consult with them on certain things and, and on each on, and on the in their council, they would have five women and five men because they understand that you can't figure it out with just a mixture of just five people of right. five people with, with different genders. It, so I think that's so important. It literally takes a village. And me and Ashley's talked about this multiple times. Like, I feel like we were raised by or in, in a village. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, Was that village a church? Family. You know, this Damn. village was literally a community. When I yeah. I come from like a small town in South Carolina, and so it's literally like I was raised by a village, yeah. like literally. And so when you think about those things, and and as it pertains to different representations, um, and different marriages, or how different mental health goes, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's super important that we know, and that ties back to like the the bitch what's is like. Nick is speaking facts. We need to know who we are as a people. Yeah. You know, the bloodline that we was cut uh, cut off from. What yeah. we're really connected to. Yeah, just to speak just a moment. This is just, again, to whoever is out there on the airways. This is just Ladero Owens' opinion. I'm just a regular Negro from Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> like, Let them know. Okay? Like, don't sleep on the Go side. ahead. Roll Tide. You know you roll say it. Roll Tide. Like, <laughs> like, roll Tide. The fact that we might not play college football is the only reason we wouldn't be digging in y'all ass this season. Okay. But anyways. Oh, okay. But. There's that. I think that, to me, when I look back at the history of African Americans and I look back at the history of, like, what has happened, there's a reason why a group of people decided to to take this much interest in, in keeping you suppressed absolutely there's a fucking Mm -hmm. there has to be a reason now my personal i went to hbcu did my thing wssu what's up like i took african-american culture i know about molly sangha and ghana i know that those things were like the the pinnacles of the world at the time i truly believe that that europeans caucasians saw two different types of african-americans the uh, africans the developed and the undeveloped okay Mm -hmm. They saw the developed, mm-hmm. the militant, the, the organized, the structured, the intelligent. Mm-hmm. And then they saw the other ones. Mm-hmm. And they said, if these ever know that they could be those. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. And I think that that has predicated itself throughout the entirety mm-hmm. of history. Right. I had a, that same dude in L.A. said to me, the most important thing you can study throughout history is not money, it's not finances, it's white supremacy. Because mm. it shows up throughout the throughout the dawn of time. So but did Nick lie? Did Nick lie? Did Nick lie? No. Yeah. Did Nick tell the right? Did Nick tell the right truth at the wrong moment? Right. No. Wait a minute. Did Nick tell the right truth and the wrong person heard it? Yeah. Because okay. it wasn't never the wrong moment to tell the truth. Right. When is it the wrong moment to tell somebody that you? Not cheat? never. Nigga, at, before, after, during, <laughs> nigga. <all the> time, <laughs> let me know. It's never the wrong. Let moment. me know. It's never the wrong moment. To I tell deserve. The truth. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's never the wrong moment to tell the truth. So it wasn't the wrong moment for Nick to say it. The wrong person heard it, right? That's or the right person heard it and took it the wrong way. The oh right no, they they took it the right, right way. They just knew what it would do. Exactly. If you if you leave it without having consequences, they knew but what that I was going to do. If I drop a nugget of chaos into your peaceful mind, I'll say this: They completely destroyed the Doctor C B documentary by Nick Cannon because they completely shut his mouth without even having to kill him. 
Because mm. Nick Cannon owns the rights to it. Nick Cannon's mouth just officially got shut in the eyes of the media because Viacom, CBS, just canceled him. So mm. he held the rights to the Dr. CB documentary. Now, the thing about it is you can look at... The Bible said, think not that these things are strange that happen. Mm-hmm. These things ain't strange, bro. Oh, no, it happened for a reason, but I don't, I don't foresee Nick Cannon, like, shutting the fuck up. I don't. Nick Cannon don't got the voice that he had no more. You don't think so? Bro, as, as rich as Diddy is and as much as I love Diddy... Mm-hmm. Diddy check probably getting signed by some white person somewhere somehow. But we have IGTV. Instagram. We have Facebook. Like, Watch. but it's it's very hard to shut a black person up at Got this it. point. But at this point, if you can censor a whole social media platform like TikTok, what make you think they can't keep hmm. Nick Cannon from being quiet? I mean, they absolutely can. They could kill him off if they wanted to. Bro, if did they, they not, wanted like, to, if we but... talk about the same documentary, bro, Lisa Left Eye Lopez died about this shit. Nipsey Hussle died about this shit. Bro, they gave Nick Cannon the light affliction, and if he keep fucking around, it'll be three of y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. It's just I know. know I I I think I think he's gonna push forward. I really do. But, I think it will be to to a parent uh, if they just kill Nick off, yeah. right? Especially in a time of awakening, as we were saying. But who right? said that they kill him right now? And this is way deeper than we what, what we want to go. Let's it is. Back. Let's bring it all the way back to relationships, guys. <laughs> For the people who My are God. tie this into the stock market. Because this is the way that Dr. Fauci became famous. And you don't know that Dr. Fauci was doing shit like this in the 80s. Mm. He was doing fuck shit in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Fauci delayed the delayed the approval of AIDS treatment for two years until he can get a copyright on that shit. Him and Redford, who is, is the president of CDC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, his name starts with R. Maybe Redford, Redfield. We're gonna put a pin in that, guys. I have to keep these guys under. I'm just saying, uh, keep these guys focused <laughs> both because shit out together in the Ash, let us know. My God, I, I y'all gave y'all, I gave y'all a little wiggle room, and you niggas just ran out, ran amok. <laughs> And we can bring it back. Listen, and this is why we love Ash. Please understand that this, this hey. is why this is why we invited Ladera because we know it's going to hey. be great dialogue. But I too, the way I have to reel <laughs> Kiara back in, I have to reel my bruh back in because hey. again, you know, these are regular conversations listen, that go left. You got to know your gifts, Ash, and one of your gifts is reeling us back in. This is this is true, and one of the things that actually like. <laughs> Documented very chill is that they go left for hours, <laughs> not just left for minutes. They go left for hours because we were off topic, guys. Listen. So bringing it back to you know surrounding the things that kind of came out of the red table talk, you know relationships. relationships. What do those look like? What does that mean? What you got, bro? I think the last thing that I'll say that came from the red table talk is this, and I will be behooved as a male if I didn't say this mm. African American males have got to take a more aggressive and in involved role in their role mm-hmm. in relationships and families mm. we okay. can talk all day about systematic racism we can talk all day about African American men in jail versus college and there's right. a conversation about all of that the way school systems are set up to kind of mimic the jail system but exactly. we'll get there later Exactly. but the ones who are not in jail the ones who are doing well, you have got to take a more active interest in what your role is in the family and in the relationship. Because I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody says. Like, 
um, I'm not saying a man is going to dictate the pace of a relationship, but like, bro. Most women want you to lead it. Most Absolutely. women want you to have assertiveness and initiative yeah. towards a positive and, and, future. And for some of our sis out there, sis, sometimes you, you got to let them butter it. Now, you can't bring the bread, put it in the toaster, put it on the plate, get the jelly. You got to let that man butter it, You sweetie. can't let him, the bread is in the oven and the, the butter is warm. warm, as Mark Curry right? said. <laughs> sweetie, catch a show. Listen, you can't, it, just like you're saying, if you, you know, as a black man to hold black men responsible black women we gotta hold each other equally Absolutely. as responsible like we gotta give a man the room to be a man a man but there's right? a lot of things that i feel like a lot of african-american women don't get to experience enough from a positive african-american man which is like such certain, as. Certain, certain things like if i told you hey ash hey put on your best dress i'm coming to get you at eight o'clock i'm gonna be there sharp i don't want that bullshit be ready Right. I don't care if I told you at 12 o'clock in the fucking afternoon <laughs> all day, you're going to tell all your homegirls. Girl, like, at 8 o'clock, he coming. That's, all right. that's all you think. I already know what I'm going to wear. Right? But at the same time, if you came to me with some like, hey, babe, I'm thinking we should get this car. And I'm saying like, hey, babe, you know what? I really think that we should ride these ones we got for at least like maybe another year or two, man. And then maybe we can get a fucking house, bro. But if we put this, that, and the third. Like, like I'm not saying that women are sheep. Absolutely. I'm not saying that at all because I, Lord knows, I don't like no closed mouth woman. But what I'm saying is like, bro, a man's place, like, or, or, or not even necessarily a man because there's a lot of people living different relationships out there. But like, the dominant place in a relationship is to lead. Indeed. Another, like the 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 counterpart to that is going to be able to maintain damn near anything ever, whatever else it is you bring to the table. Like, I was raised off of the idea that somebody's gonna hunt. Mm -hmm. And somebody's gonna clean the food and put it on the table. I don't give a fuck. It if has a to man. be done. I don't care if that's a man or a woman or two women or whatever, bro. Somebody gonna go out there and hunt. Somebody gonna cook it. And somebody gonna cook that shit. It's not specified to one gender role, but it has to be done. Otherwise, the household does not function. Nobody's we, eating. Or else we ain't hunting and eating. Right. And no one's all, eating. And all that is energy. Thanks. You know mm. what I'm saying? When you speak about, and that's a different conversation, but when you speak about even masculine and feminine energy, um, it's all energy. Which is not gender specific. No, which it isn't. You know, but one thing that we know for a fact is taking the black man out of the head of the household in, in certain situations um, is real. But how do right. you stagnate a race or a culture? Hmm. You take the men away. Right. Because the men offer protection, expansion, and like, and like goddess. However, when you take that away, look at what I just told you that we just took away. Mm -hmm. it's like you're not gonna enlarge your territory. The people that are involved in your group ain't safe, so they can be pillaged, they can be ravaged, they can be whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, or, mean, I agree. You know, however, or, or or what? Like you got these people, you don't have no men to protect you, no men to do nothing. You can do whatever you want to. I mean, yeah, yeah. the protection part is, is, is can be debated. You know, but we ain't going that day on today's episode. We we gonna come back to it. That was a nice, nice pin you dropped there, though. Um, but uh, uh, back to the previous conversation in terms of relationships and things of that nature. Uh, <laughs> you better jiggle the glass in front of the mic. Let them know. So last question for this here episode. It's been so lovely. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hope you guys have. Um, would be. What would be like your individual takeaway from maybe that conversation, our conversation, or maybe something that you would 
reconsidering when it comes to your relationship, whatever that looks like for you, what would be one of your takeaways? Honestly, I didn't need to know when it came. You know what? <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm sorry. To... Push pause. Question before we get to the reflection. Should Granted, I said we're not talking about them specifically, but sometimes, guys, we got to shut our mouth. We didn't need to know this in the beginning at all. We deserve none not of this. Um, I mean, I understand. I see several different perspectives as it as it pertains to that, you know, uh, without talking about Will and Jada. Um, but I honestly didn't need to know. But do certain, you know... Um, Traumas in the community yeah. need to be talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but we deserve more than 12 minutes. That's, but I, I but would we enjoyed... have deserved the 12 minutes had we never known? Right. That's a very good point. How well I hope I, they do. That's what my bit mommy used to my say. My personal <laughs> thoughts on, and, 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 and thoughts on that are you got to stick to the code. Shut up sometimes. Right. I mean, God, yeah. 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 I, mean, if I, had, if I had to say, I think a lot of people then, then flipped a coin or two in, in Jada Pinkett Smith world. Listen. You know what I'm saying? But you got to keep your mouth closed. None now. of Will's bras came out. Exactly, mm-hmm. bro. You keep your hoes in the, in the pocket. However, <laughs> you know, you know things get a little loosey-goosey when you start dealing with women. I you mean, know, with what my theory is, you know... Feelings got involved real, real deep. God was like, oh, this was fun for me. I, you were involved, huh? I'm sorry, sweetie. And kind of was like, well, my husband, so we going to fix this. But what I'm saying is that's predatorial. How many times mm. a nigga did you like that? Good job. We definitely have to put a pin in that. We'll put a pin there, child. Because yes. first of all, <laughs> that ain't none of y'all business. Because I ain't Jada Nan nor Will. Uh, but yeah, I feel what you, I feel, I feel what you put down, though. I mean, I got to do uh-huh. like that at times. I mean, <laughs> it hurt. It hit me deep. Straight. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, think about it for a little bit. It's okay. Guys, listen. Look, this is not going to be Ladero's only time on the show. This it is, will not. This is going to be a good good conversation down the road. Man. This has been fun, man. Yeah, I feel I'm like, glad you've enjoyed it. I really feel like I've lifted a piece of me. Oh, You're man, welcome. You're welcome. That. But I'm sorry. So back to the reflection answer that you were going to give before I cut you off because I had <laughs> felt it in the Y'all, spirit. Y'all, Ashley know I get to go on several she different conversations. But we got to wrap it up. Um, But yeah, you know, did she manipulate on We'll definitely talk about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that, that's a lot of, I hear at least four different episodes uh, from that, but we're going to talk about it Indeed. after the show. Indeed. And yeah, they gonna, I work tomorrow in the morning to <laughs> wrap these conversations up, guys. But I, what I'll say, and then I'll give Ladero the, the floor. No, you go now, cause I have to. And let us know your social media. Cause I got to bring you back in. in sometime. I don't really have a lot of social media. I'm like off the grid. Okay, we can see that. I'm sure they can tell from the conversation you would. Incognito. Yeah, unapologetically incognito. (laughs) Y'all ain't gonna be tagging me. Be like, this is your baby. No, we smashed that one. What was your takeaway, my guy? uh, My takeaway was just that. You know, I think that my takeaway from my reflection on everything that's happening we've discussed is that we really don't need celebrities as goals Mm. we need more realistic more everyday tangible goals because Mm -hmm. impartation is caught and not taught i can get jiggy with it i can get jiggy with it mine would be uh the old it takes a village guys yeah Sometimes you have to enlist, like, the best thing that you can do if there's something that you want to obtain, whether it be career-wise, whether it be relationship-wise, individual-wise, find someone who's successful in that area 
and seek information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to be the most important thing. I think that's going to be something important to push the black culture along. Um, is to seek information and let it be a, a uh, reliable source. Don't just get out here and do your Googles. Let it be reliable because we need that in the community. Well, this has been a very um, intriguing episode. Thank you to my player partner okay. <laughs> for coming on to today's episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope I y'all do. Well. Um, you know, Ladero's friends and them, go ahead and get on your Apple podcast and like and comment and subscribe. And go ahead. Us. Go ahead and follow the Instagram pages as at melanincelebrated.com. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it'll be in the description. Don't worry. Can I just say like You'll find and subscribe? Go like, ahead. I hear that all the time. My yes. Go ahead. Get it. Like, hey, if you like this, just like and subscribe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We be doing shit like this all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to say like and subscribe. Like, Come to Death Row Records. You know what I'm saying? Death Row Records. I want to dance in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but again, arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. Um, again, yeah, find yes. something in your community community that's doing something to uplift your culture. And remember, give yourself grace. That is absolutely correct. Ooh. And with that, guys, we will close it out. And as we always say in the words of Monique, I love us for real. And Bye. we'll be back. Hey. Oh, you know what, guys? Sorry. So, we switching the format a little bit. So, it will be every two weeks yes. instead of every week. Because, yes. my God, being black 365, I need a, I need a week off. So right. it'll be every two weeks, okay? So be ready and such, you know. But in that, in the meantime, between time, play some old episodes and you know let that do good for your spirit. But again, in the words of Monique, I love us for real, Bye. and we'll holler at y'all in two weeks. Hey. Two. Thank you for being a friend. You're a